And welcome to another edition of the Tyson Talks podcast. I'm your host, per usual, Sean Tyson, here with Zoo and P. Bush. How are you fellas doing? I'm doing all right, man. I just want to take this moment. I know we were just talking about it too. Apologize on behalf <laughs> of all Bulls fans, man. That 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 representation was not the majority of Bulls fans, man. I think that I don't want to call it collusion, man. But that Sean was talking about the camera work, just zooming in. Zoo thinks it might have been an attempt of saving grace for the fans. Either way, it was just an absolute shit show. And. Uh, yeah, man. Tough, tough, just absolutely tough. And the Packers won this weekend. So, you know, Chicago is just an absolute gambles. <laughs> and it's about, I was telling the guys, about negative 20 real field temperature here right now. Uh, man, it's just been a tough week, tough week. Yeah, not gonna lie. That game, I was watching it. It was actually a great first half. Bulls mm-hmm. hitting three pointers. They were beating the Warriors by a lot. Yeah. After that conundrum at halftime, they got their ass blown out the second half, man. Got a little yeah. karma on them because. They got destroyed. And then these ain't the KD Warriors, man. These are the mediocre Warriors. And they absolutely massacred the Bulls in the second half after that conundrum. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that game was brutal to watch. Brutal at halftime. Brutal second half. But those Packers, though, baby. <laughs> well, like, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> oh, dude, how, about, oh, how about Mr. Love, man? Oh, I'm telling you. All we need is love, baby. All we need, All we is, need love is love right now, man. <laughs> oh, that dude looked awesome. Yeah, we uh, we was we was definitely watching the playoffs this weekend because, of course, you know, the NFL delivers usually with wild card weekend. And, uh, you know, we had our picks last week and I want to kind of ask the fellas what was their biggest impression impressions from the weekend. P. Bush, I'm going to start with you. I'll do. I'll leave them to you, man. I know you're going to want to talk about all the love <laughs> in the world, man. So. Man, I think two games obviously stood out to me. The CJ Stroud and the Texans. I mean, I, I was I, I knew Joe Flacco was gonna have some turnover and stuff, but yep, man, that yep. Texans defense took oh, advantage. I mean, the Browns couldn't get their yeah. running game going. Kareem Hunt did have two touchdowns, but he may have had three yards of carry at best. Jerome Ford was pretty much non existent. Sorry, Zoo, on your DraftKings play there, man. I it was a rough week for fantasy as well, but Man, C.J. Stroud is legit. He's got to go in. I know we're going to talk about this later, but got to go into Baltimore and win his next game. But hell of a first rookie, first playoff appearance performance, one for the ages. Um, and I got to shout out two more rookies, man. Rasheed Rice and Puka Nakua, man. They are both looking like legit number one wide receivers in this NFL. Mahomes finally has a guy that he can rely on, especially with Kelsey kind of on a, a bit of, not a, I don't want to call it exponential. Oh, he, he was bad. He had a lot of drops. He had a lot of drops. And they it weren't like it wasn't a difference. It was just unforced drops. Yeah. He's gonna need to make those catches this coming weekend in Buffalo. And uh obviously Puka Nakua, man. Nine for one eighty and a touchdown. Absolutely dominating. Um Rams really lost that game because they always need two of their three playmakers to have a big game. Cup, Kyron, and Puka. And they only got one good performance this week out of Puka. That was their downfall. Um, but man. How about them Buccaneers and against Philly, man? 32 to 9. Jalen Hurts, they are missing what's his name? The OC man. Rome. Shane Steichen. Oh, Shane the Steichen, head coach yeah. Yeah. of Indianapolis, man. He left. Yeah, man. You know what? It I'm not saying it's very similar, but the OCs leaving their, you know, younger quarterbacks, right? And having to enter into a new system. I mean, you're asking a lot. That offense was in shambles, other than obviously A.J. Brown's monster year. He did quiet down heavily towards the end of the year. But other than that, they always looked kind of lost on offense. DeAndre Swift, great start, 3.4 yards a carry. They gave that man 10 carries. 
They Jalen Hurts, you know, 250 and a touchdown, nothing crazy. They were able to contain him enough in the rushing game. Had that nice, that huge safety call. And once again, man, some of these teams, the, the, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Lions, they give up these big plays, right, that Chocolate, can switch yeah. games, which is my concern leading into this coming weekend with the Lions. But, man, we saw that. I mean, Trey Palmer and David Moore. You know, I mean, come on, who's playing those guys in, in, in a DFS lineup, right, on DraftKings? Nobody. <laughs> but they both make big plays. It ends up being the difference in the game. Baker Mayfield, maybe not the most efficient this past weekend. But he got it done without really targeting Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. That Godwin touchdown was really just to kind of seal the deal in the end. He got everyone else involved, and he still threw for 340 yards. So I'm impressed with these Bucks. They held the, like I said, Jalen Hurts in check. That defense is clicking. They were flying around that field pretty much saying, hey, you're not going to come into Tampa and just roll us over. So I appreciate that win from Baker, man. Won me a little bit of money. Man, all I got to say, man. NFC East, man. Ooh. 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 After one oh, weekend, man, man. man. After Gamble. the expectations this year, man. Like you mentioned the Eagles getting absolutely exposed. Like the, the, the games before that, we should have saw this coming with the last couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah it it was, looks like they they yeah. looked like one of the worst NFL teams in the NFL in the last couple of weeks. Like, so not not glad like I'm I'm not even that shocked no. of how bad they lost. It's just the body language and everything about off off the field issues and coming with AJ Brown out with injuries. So and and Jalen Hurts came in with, with an injury too. So he wasn't 100 percent But I gotta talk about Jordan Love, man. Cause this dude, I'm telling you, I told you in the beginning of the year he had some great games, especially against the Chicago Bears. Of but course. after that he had some awful games, man. Just awful games. And then this is where the turning point went. When he beat those Lions on Thanksgiving, and I was on the Jordan I Love. I who picked that money line. Oh, <laughs> oh man, the Jordan Love, the Jordan Love bandwagon. I was on that right after because I'm like, Detroit Lions has a legitimate team this year, as we saw in the playoffs. They won their first uh, playoff game in like like 20 plus years, right? So like 20 yeah. plus years first playoff game. So congrats to them. But they beat them in the regular season. My goodness. And what he did to those Dallas Cowboys, man. That that bonus rush, man. Micah Parsons, man. Thank God I cashed on my DPOY because Jesus Christ, that guy was non-existent, man. That guy was just non-existent. I didn't see him do anything that game. I did not see him do that game. And that Dallas defense is pretty good on the outside. On the inside against rushing attacks, Aaron Jones, man. Oh, this is vintage Aaron Jones. Like, I don't think Aaron Jones do this. Like, not gonna lie, like every time he plays against the Dallas Cowboys, I feel like this guy gets like three touchdowns. Like he's from Texas, yeah, he, he goes hometown. Off. Like he goes off, and like you see his twenty-one carries for one hundred eighteen yards, three touchdowns. It could have been four. It could have been four, but they're mm-hmm. like beating him so bad they put him the backup in. Like he could have had yeah. legitimately four touchdowns this game, and yep. he five plus yards a carry. Like this dude is an absolute fanatic. Like absolute like domination, but the. Man, but the young blood, man. Jordan Love, man. The successor to the throne, man. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Mm -hmm. Zero interceptions. His number one guy is Romeo Dobbs, man. Now, Romeo Dobbs, I don't know. That guy was wide open like the entire game for some reason. Yeah, he was cooking. He was what Jaden Reed had been doing. Like, I got to shout out Matt LaFleur's play calling, or I don't know who making all these plays, because they schemed some of these dudes open. 
Because like, I had, mm-hmm. I remember this one play with Luke Musgrave, just just wide open. I'm like, wide like all their dudes just wide open. Like it's like a lot of play action. With obviously we dominated the game with the run rushing attack and very easy to do a little play action. But Jordan Love, man, and and one of those touchdowns in the red zone. I think it was at the end of the game. So like they had it had it in check. But he had, he just had this throw. That yeah, that dart between Dallas, two yeah. Dallas defenders, and then he just had a look like oh. I was, I was like, oh, is that Aaron Rodgers? Like, that looked like, like an Aaron Rodgers. Leg. It was yeah. off the back I saw leg. that pass. I'm like, oh, that's something good. I'm like, okay, you can make a pass an open guy. That's just Dallas defense being being dumb and some good play calling. He made the pass. But some of those darts, I'm like, hey, Jordan Love in his first playoff game against the number two seed. First time a number first two seven seed. seed. Yeah, first, first seven, seven seed. seven seed. That's a number two seed. So they made some history yeah. with the new playoff. Uh, system, yeah. and he gets it done. I'm just like, God, damn. like Aaron Jones, no, like Luke Musgrave, like this guy's a rookie too, and he balled out too. He had a touchdown too for Luke Musgrave. Like mm-hmm. this is without Jaden Reed catching a damn football. Top receiver, and, yeah. he, and he was he was legitimate, yeah. probably the number one receiver this year for this offense yeah. with Christian Watson being hobbled all year. And Jaden Reed had a had a donut, man, and yeah. and they they were up twenty seven to seven. You know, let that me pick re- six re- was it, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That like, pick yeah. six was it. And, and what I saw from Dak Prescott, man, <laughs> that dude was shook. I'm telling you, man, dude, he is great. Fr- he's a great front runner, man. When things mm-hmm. are good, you play like with most confidence. Cowboys. Yeah, you play with confidence, man. <laughs> yeah. Like the and then and then the deep and then if they're up, the op- the defense has to play against more of a passing attack, which they're better at. Mm-hmm. But when yeah. you're um, but when you're down, when you're really. I don't know. Dak Prescott, man. I feel like the moment got to him. There's something about some of those throws. You saw some like fighting between him and CD Lamb, yep. the guy who was the number one receiver all year based on total receiving yards of touchdowns. They got a little infighting. Like, I was just like, holy cow, like Dak attack, man. The Dak attack has failed, man. It's failed. Well, well Zoo. I know he had a he had a decent stat game over no, there. A lot of underneath. No, 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 not Dak, not Dak, not Dak. Yeah. C.D. Lamb had all these underneath catches and all that. Jair Alexander didn't allow him to get downfield at all. Back Telling you. I mean. We got to yeah. understand that Jair yeah, might Michael be the Gallup. best corner in the Michael league, Gallup. man. I keep Michael telling Gallup. people, bro. Okay. Michael Gallup ended up gashing that deep gashing quotes, right? You know, playing yeah. down, whatever. That defense more than C.D. Lamb did. Obviously, I'm not saying they're better. But this is scary if you're playing the Packers in coming weeks. You're looking at Brandon Ayuk. Having to go up against Jair Alexander, I'm I'm saying I'm supporting your Packers. I think that they have a chance to make a little bit of a run right here. Maybe not win yeah, at all. Okay, let's not get carried away. Hey, they played against the Niners. Confidence back, goes so. a long way. Hey, I, that's, that's I, I got them. Zoo, it's them and the Texans right now. I, I think a lot of people are kind of riding high on them. Entering okay, this let's week not get carried away. Let's not get carried. Like I, because right. I, I, I saw the Cowboys are choke, man. I, yeah. I feel when they were down. They played sweaty, man. Their hands were real sweaty. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I saw. Because, like, like, I love C.D. Lamb. This guy won me some money this year. He has some drops. He has some drops. I, like, I saw some drops. That, like, like, okay, that happens. But he had some <laughs> drops, too. So, Jair Alexander, terrific player, man. Very cocky, but got the talent to back Injured up the too. cockiness. Yeah, yeah, so, like, he did a terrific job. But, my goodness. Like, the game was legitimately over after two quarters. Mm-hmm. In my That's mind, the game was 48 to 16. I don't yeah, care what the final was, score is. Yeah, that was yeah. the game I saw. Okay, yeah, it's over absolutely. now. Yeah, that, That's like, when I saw it was a score. Yeah, like, like it the was score it was an ass finish. whooping on another level. Like it was in like the defense gave up 48 points to 
a first-time quarterback in the NFL playoffs. Like, that is absurd. Like, 48 points? 48 points. This is a team well, that struggled against the Panthers in the regular season. I still remember that. They struggled yeah, against like, the Panthers. Yeah, they do. So, like, I'm just saying, like, holy – and this is the first time the Cowboys <laughs> lost at home in, like, 16 games, I believe. I, th- I believe they were on, like, a 16-game home winning they streak. They were a little happy. And the first game they play in the playoffs, they lose. Like, well, this is just so mind-blowing. Zoo. You know the you know the Cowboys track record against the Packers in the playoffs. Right? Oh, I know, but they had Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the reason. Like he took it personally because he doesn't like skip. So when he beats his team, he gets a little. Yeah, I beat his team too. Get a little yeah. extra something from that. So he gets that even maybe more he, confidence. Maybe he put that bug in Jordan Love's ear over the yeah. past couple of years. I know, yeah. Oh, enough time. Way he, way he performed, man. Holy, like he had a hundred fifty-seven passer rating. 157 perfect. pretty, pretty almost perfect yeah yeah he had a 99 qbr I, I believe that's out of 100 yeah he had a 99 qbr like i think the only time is like i saw him miss like one throw in the, in the game where he missed someone we're over mm-hmm. here but like jordan love i'm impressed this this packers like they they know how to draft because they've they drafted and developed, developed. Yep. That's the thing. Develop like like Chicago Bears take some notes. Yeah. Jordan Love, Jordan Love, Jordan <laughs> I agree. When he got drafted. you know what though, like, we saw some games. Same he was not coach. good. Same yeah. head coach. Yeah, that also helps. Yeah, that's yeah, Matt Lafleur from continuity. the yeah yeah continuity. But continuity. these are all young guys and like like yeah. they're like, the youngest like, team I think. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think you said yeah. ever or I don't know. I don't know about ever, but for sure this year it's them and the Texans. I think. Yeah. And like, like it's from like I believe Lafleur. He from the Shanahan like coaching tree. Like I swear mm. to God, all those guys are all pretty creative They're coaches. All so. They're good. Exactly. And then you got over there, Mr. Mike McCarthy, man, <laughs> about to get fired. Like Doc dude, Rivers, what man. Doc yeah, Rivers. I heard, I heard dude, long for the ride. That's the perfect comparison. Like Doc, dude, I'm telling you, like he always has the nice fat regular season wins, twelve wins for the last I think three years. That's really good. 12, that's a consensus playoff team every single year. That's ex- actually really, really impressive. But losing in the first round to a first-time quarterback in the playoffs with a bunch of young guys? These no are all excuse. kids out there. There's zero. No. You're at home, too. You're at home. You can't even blame the weather because it's in a dome. Like, like mm-hmm. I give I give I give the Dolphins a break. Like they used to play in cold weather. Like, but the Dallas yeah, Cowboys. We all knew that was going to be the yeah that was that was going to yeah, be that, the, was, that, that was, was the most happen. predictable thing ever. But this was like yeah. shocking because I had the Dallas Cowboys play, having a rematch with the 49ers in the playoffs again this year, and getting embarrassed like this, they're going to be making changes. Like first mm-hmm. I had coach, and then I don't know even Dak and post but, but we know but see that's. We know they're going to change the head coach. We know that. But it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, because I'm with you. Like, I think you'd sit in the group chat in the Slack. He was like Bill Belichick. And it's like, Jerry Jones. No. If he were to hire Bill Belichick, then I would think, okay, real changes are happening within Mm -hmm. Dallas. Because to me, his personality is a person that is not going to deal with Jerry coming down. Like you said, Jerry is still kind of. Like, I mean, I guess it's not crazy because it's been happening for years, but it's still insane to me that, like, I saw on the broadcast on Fox when they were doing a post game, and they have, like, a bunch of reporter reporters, like, huddled around, like, a little bar stool waiting for Jerry. Like, he's the owner. Like, why does he get his own, like, and I get it's America's team, but, like, why does he get so much focus on himself to get yeah. his reaction mm-hmm. to why the Cowboys are losing? I just think, to me, that's <laughs> because, so counterproductive Because to he the makes franchise. all the decisions at the end of the day. 
So and it's, coaching, quarterback, contracts. And that's why everything. McCarthy's there now. Mm-hmm. Because he wants he wants somebody, and we all know this, he wants somebody in there that listens to him, that is his drinking buddy, like Drew likes to say, with certain coaches in the league, and a guy he can get along with. He does not want a real football coach in there. Mm-hmm. So to me, Dallas, I don't think, is ever going to be fixed until – I see someone like a, a like what if a, like a Mike Tomlin or a Bill Belichick, someone of stature, actually get hired there because then it signals to me like, hey, they're serious about actually winning football games. Mm-hmm. To me, Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys is about the brand, the flash, the you know. Because guess what? With this loss, they're still going to be America's team. They're still going to get all the publicity. They're still going to be talked. Listen, they're going to be. Talk being talked about, and when whoever's playing the NFC Championship game, Dallas is still going to be talked about, which is unfortunate because that's just how media is. But to me, like I like this, like when I was making my predictions last week, I was like, Jordan Love, I knew was playing well. I didn't know he's going to play that well. I knew Aaron Jones was going to do what he was going to do. Yeah. But I almost think the arrogance of Dallas, because I think they won the toss and they deferred. I don't think they even thought for a second that Jordan Love will be able to go down the field twice and drive it on him. And I think, like you said, after no, that think, first no, I, one... No, I think the Packers won the toss and they wanted the ball. Okay. Well, either way, yeah. I think yeah, Dallas yeah. I think Dallas knew, like, they're going to get the ball. They're going to stall out. We're going to score our touchdown, maybe get a field goal and put pressure on them. And I even think after that first drive, Dallas was stunned a little bit. Oh, yeah, but I still thought, even though oh, when yeah. they went three and out, I still think Dallas was like, okay, we're fine. But when Jordan Love came back out there, drove the ball he's, down the field and didn't look phased, that's when deep. Dallas was shook. And you can just tell yeah. it's 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 just like when people talk about like these the players don't ever read social media and they don't look into the history. Yes, they do. Because there's no there's no uh, there's no reason why a team that has won 12 games for the last three years get into the playoffs and flame out in the first round. There's no reason why they should be doing that. Or the divisional round, whichever round. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why. And the reason why is because they hear the chatter. They know the history with Dallas. And that's why I was saying you put any type of pressure on them, they're going to fold. Mm. So to me, it, it doesn't make sense any year to ever pick Dallas. You are a fool. I don't. They could go undefeated next year. <laughs> you should not pick Dallas to do anything because, like I said, they have to prove it. And they can't prove it. They mm-hmm. are mentally weak as a franchise. So guess what? Next year, when Dak comes back, because he most likely is coming back when CD comes back, that is great. But to me, you got to have these come to Jesus moments, as I was like to say, and you got to overcome it. You can't be awarded. And I, like I said, this year, more than any other year, I, listen, I don't care what any of these experts on ESPN, Fox are saying. We don't know who the hell is going to win a Super Bowl this year. It is so wide open. Nobody saw what Dallas was going to do. There were some people maybe kind of picking Houston, but nobody saw the beat down that Houston yeah. was going to put on Cleveland. 45. So to me, that is just signifying, like, buckle up. This is going to be a wild ride in terms of who's going to actually be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It, it would not shock me if any team makes the Super Bowl this year. Because to me, looking at how these teams are going at it, or how most of these teams are, like, I guess you would say fighting and competing for spots, like, there's no fear with anybody. They're, like, <clears throat> to your point, we were talking about with the 49ers. Like, they look like the presumed favorite. But like I said, good luck whoever gets matched up on Jair Island. I'm telling you, whether it's yep. Debo or Brandon. Now, the 49ers have a – they have a – No, they got an extra. They have two studs. They got two studs, and you got McCaffrey George shooting Kittle. around at the yeah. backfield, too. Kittle, yeah, and George Kittle. Yeah. Yeah, like you're saying. Access. So, and we'll get on that later, but Dallas, of course, Dallas and Green Bay was the game where I was like, that's just – it, like – it was shocking to me because even though, I, even though I picked Green Bay, I was picking Green Bay like in my head, like maybe they'll win by three or six. 
I wasn't thinking they were going to just absolutely beat them down. Right. So then you go to Houston. It's like you look at Houston, and I was thinking about D'Amico Ryan's that entire time. Like because when I when you first watched the game, it was turning in kind of to a shootout at first, like in the first quarter, like shootout. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, what is? I was like, dang, like what's going on with D'Amico Ryan's? Like, is he? Is it just you know? I know Joe Flacco was doing his thing, but I was like, dang, like I guess maybe they don't have an answer for how to contain Joe right now. But then, like you said, second half adjustments, things happen. CJ played oh, well. Yeah. And D'Amico Grimes was able to put his foot on that defense or put his foot on the Houston defense and be able to make sure he was uh, able to keep Flacco and the running backs in check. And I got to give props to Derek Stingley, man. He, he came back Amari. on Amari. He came back. I got to give the – what is he? I guess a second-year guy maybe? I'm not sure. I think okay, he's a second. second. Uh, um, yeah. Second or third, whatever. But he's a young corner. And he got – torched up in that first matchup he just did and he came back and I, I it was going around on instagram i saw a couple of the the memes going around that he was you know telling people to check the tape and he he shut him down so i think that was a because you, you joke who had a couple of catches but it that was one of the main things that happened in that game like stick stingley took the challenge and he shut down amari and i think that kind of flourished to joe like i said listen you had you had a good ride joe <laughs> like yeah you, like it's just hard it's like I'm not saying it's disrespectful, but I just it's kind of like in any league. Like you can't be just sitting, and I'm not saying he's figuratively sitting on the couch, but he just hasn't been playing in real games. You can't come off your proverbial couch and just come into this league and think you're gonna just go to the Super Bowl. It does not work. It's too many guys are putting too much work to think you can just come in the league and do that. Now he had a great defense to ride to go into, but as we're uh, to ride with, but as you're seeing in this whole. I mean, playoffs, whole new NFL. This is about offense. If you have a dude at quarterback, it don't matter how great your defense is, it's playoff mm -hmm. time. If that dude's a dude, as we've seen it time and time again, Stroud now, Burrow, Mahomes, if you got a dude, they're going to change the game and they're going to get the calls. So, man, gonna, I'm not getting the calls to make the plays. Is Hurts a dude? He had a good defense last year. He made the Super Bowl. Not many changes on offense, and he didn't do as well. I, I Listen, that was – Hurts is a dude. I just think this is. He didn't look all good this year, though. He didn't look all good. He didn't look like, great. He didn't look great. He didn't look good all year. You know all what? Year. It's, all I, year, though. All year. Yeah, all from year. The yeah. first game all to year. the last year. I, I compared yeah. from last year, which was MVP yeah. level. So obviously, that's a high benchmark. But from game one mm -hmm. to game 17, 18, I'm like, this is not the same guy. He, he was very year. inconsistent. And he was very what? inconsistent. I was just going to say that you can actually equate that to the first year that Jalen was without Debo. You, like he 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 definitely he regressed year over year. It obviously maybe it wasn't as sharp as a downturn. You know, obviously yeah. Hertz had like 15 interceptions. I don't know if Jones were that, but he had a down year. I think they obviously still made the playoffs. They still made a run, mm. but his consistency had dropped, and he was able to find himself back over the last two years or so. But it isn't, and that just goes back to my point. Losing Shane Steichen was huge, especially mm -hmm. this early in Hertz's career. I think Jalen had that one extra year or two of having Dayball and a consistent system that Hurts did not, especially coming off a Super Bowl win or a Super Bowl loss. I mean, ah, it's just tough to watch. I think, so I, I, think I think having a defense is huge, and it will it does come into play in a, in a game like a Ravens Texans. I think what we also have to understand with most of these quarterbacks because there's what thirty two teams, whatever. There are guys that are different tiers, and there's like the elite tiers, and you got regular tier, and then you got kind of just service, uh, like a serviceable type quarterback, and then you got guys who are just backups, natural backups. 
But I do think with guys who have shown like the talent, like a Hurts have gotten to a Super Bowl. Um, you've seen Burrow, he's gotten to a Super Bowl. You got Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, he's a dynamic player. He's dueled with Mahomes. Uh, Lamar, you got Stroud now. Like, if you got a guy to me who consistently by hook or crook keep you in a spot where you're competing for the playoffs, keep the guy. Because you can't, I think what happens is what people get lost in, and there's a lot of franchises that are dealing with this now. Look at like the Carolina Panthers. uh, That had like, you know, and like even with Dak, I'm not the biggest Dak guy. Now, I can't lie and sit here and say, oh, he didn't have an MVP type season because he did. He put up crazy numbers with CD. I can't deny those stats. But in terms of, I mean, I've said on this podcast before, he put on great stats. He's what? He's He's Kirk Cousins, man. He's a nice quarterback. He is a nice quarterback, but he's not, like you said, he's not a quarterback that you think is going to take you over the hump. And he's, like you said, what evidence do we have to show that he's done that? He's in that Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, like a nice little quarterback. And so then now you have the question of is, if you have a court, like you said, with Dak, he's won 12 games for the last three years, correct? Yeah. What do you do? Because it's like most fans who are emotional are going to be like, get rid of Dak. I'm sick of it, which I totally understand. Because you look at what just happened this past Sunday, you're like, what in the hell was that? But then it's like, be careful what you wish for, because the next guy you get, he may take you on a playoff run to the NFC Championship game, and then now he's like, oh, he's the guy. And then maybe the next four to five years, because he's not consistent, you're out of the playoffs and you're not relevant. So it's like you got to kind of balance. That's why I always feel like if you got a quarterback that is consistently – putting you either in the hunt or in the playoffs, keep them because you never know when it might break your way. And I'm mm. not saying with Dak, he's had a longer track record. You got to bear in mind, he's had a longer track record. Yeah. Like with Jalen, nobody should be saying, well, should we move off Jalen? Shut up. No, 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 you should not. Or I'm just, I'm just making an example like Jalen, Lamar, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Stroud's early, like Mahomes, like Burrow, even though Burrow get injured, like you're not moving off of Burrow. Like guys that you know have consistently gotten, getting you or getting you to the playoffs or in the hunt, you got to give it time. Now, someone like Dak, who's been in the league for a while, I can get why it's like, okay, let's just, like, sometimes you just need a new change. This is totally off topic, but, like, there's been rumors about, like, maybe the Steelers should kind of just move on from Tyler. I agree. Like, now, there might be some Steelers fans, but, like, we can find a better coach. Maybe you can. But it's like sometimes it gets so stale. It gets so, like, God, we just need a change. We need a kickstart. Yeah, that's a risk. It's a risk. That too. That's a two passing touchdowns. He still had a decent game. He brought him back into the game. They were down a touchdown in the he fourth tried, He tried. He tried. He tried. On the road, but. Them not having TJ White, like we said, was yeah, the, they had no the chance. Who's your best defensive player? Like, come on, like, yeah. no chance. But it, it's 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 just a it's just it's just like I said. But the NFL is kind of like how college football is right now with NIL and like you can transfer at any moment. It's all this is one year, like a one year basis. Like to me, you you just you got to stay the course on what and who you are as a franchise and what you want to be. Now with Dallas. They got different expectations, so maybe Dak maybe just needs a change of scenery. But my takeaway from the weekend is the, the the league is changing in terms of what we think of good quarterback play is now. Like C.J. Stroud, to me, he just have he he's kind of seemed like just the anomaly. I don't think this is normal. So in my head, I'm thinking like C.J. Stroud, like stand aside, <clears throat> you know, Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay. Like, is he the answer? I guess. But it's like you also got Jared Goff, who just got Detroit their first playoff win, beat Matt Stafford, who used to be the king there. 
So it's to me, it's like if you got a dude, my overall point is if you got a dude at quarterback, sometimes you just got to go, you got to ride with the ebbs and flows. I think sometimes mm-hmm. we get so caught up in just throwing guys away because they have a few bad games. You can't do that. Oh my God. Because this is not Madden. Oh this is not Madden where you can just get a new oh quarterback and it's like, oh, we're going to go. You got to go. Oh my God. We're talking about fields, man. I'm not saying it. Listen, sometimes, like I said, now we we do we do realize what fields like. This is so unprecedented that they got these two picks. Like, yeah, sometimes it may not might even be like they made like yeah, one. Yeah, field, I think if the Cowboys like, had it, if the Cowboys had the first pick, okay, the Cowboys, yeah, they take Caleb, but definitely they'll move yeah. out. Yeah, they'll move, absolutely. Yeah. Reset your yeah, cap. That, that would be that would be ready. on a trading block like two hours after that game. If like the Dallas you, Cowboys if, had the first pick, and here's the other thing, they they would not have messed up and already said that there was not going to be a coaching change. They would have moved on from McCarthy, made a cool new guy. They probably would have brought, brought in Lincoln Riley. Riley. <laughs> yeah, they probably yeah. Said screw it. Honestly, yeah. But, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Do you it, want me to it, lead it? In? Do just, you want me to lead into this, Sean? I mean, because we got the Stroud stuff, man. Is just ridiculous. Yeah, that's we can like, we can go on the Stroud. I thought you about to say Fields. I was like, I don't know. Oh no, I'm not, fields, we don't need it. We got three months to talk about Fields. Yeah, we got three months to talk about Fields. <laughs> I mean, because I'm looking at this slate in the divisional. I see one game Lee that is a slate. pick a pick 'em. The Chiefs Bills is a pick 'em game. I think you can go either way. We saw no. how the regular season game went. It was very controversial in the end. Mahomes, right? Wasn't that when he threw his Yeah, that's what he's That's how yeah, that's what he's was actually you could argue that was when the Chiefs started kind of doing a little bit of this towards the end of the season, especially on offense. But finding Rasheed Rice in this game was huge. Uh, in the divisional against the Dolphins, obviously their defense absolutely dominated, and I am going to lean yeah. the Chiefs in this one just because of the de- and I'm going to lean on it because of the defense. This was a close game; it was 20 to 17 in the regular season, and I do think that the Chiefs can now rely a bit more on Rasheed Rice. They have Pacheco kind of back, fully healthy. Mm. Kelsey is serviceable enough to give you eight catches, big ten. You know, you need a first down on third and seven; he'll give you a ten yard catch. Yeah, he might have a couple drops, but he'll make the big plays. The other three games, though, I think any one of these three, all three, two out of three could be upsets. Any of these three games. I I got the Texans over the Ravens. I'm going to say it. You guys talking about Dak Prescott having 12, you know, 11, 12, 13 wins in the regular season, not doing much in the playoffs. Well, there's another guy in the over there in the AFC that has had some pretty dismal playoff performances for his team as well. And that's Lamar Jackson. Has he had an MVP year? Absolutely. Has he been the best quarterback? 100%. Statistically, it was Josh Allen, but valuableness-wise, it was Lamar Jackson. They're getting Mark Andrews back, and I do think that's huge. But I wonder uh, if it's actually going to stifle. Ready? If it's yeah. going to stifle the chemistry, yeah. because Isaiah likely, I would play him in this game. I would not par- play Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah, likely has been a beast. Let's go double tight ends, man. Oh man, this ain't, this ain't fantasy football. You could do it in real life. You can double do double tight. T- no, yeah, of course you can. But you want, but you have to put him on a snap count because if you have two tight ends, and they're I'd, just going to think you're running. Right with Lamar Jackson, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, whatever. But here's the thing that I'm coming down to, and this is the deciding factor: is did that bye week help the Ravens or did it hurt their momentum? Because that's what the yeah. Texans are going to be able to. No, all the momentum, man. all the confidence. They are riding. They are riding high. They have nothing to lose. They have a rookie quarterback, young wide receiver. Sounds like Jordan Love last week on the road, and it sounds exactly <laughs> yeah, like they have the same exact QB rating. <laughs> and and yeah. that is what I'm making the comparison to. Is I'm not going to say they're mm-hmm. going to blow them out. I don't think it'll be like the 48 to 16, then a little comeback by the Cowboys to make it cute. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that this is a trap game for the Ravens. 
they have had issues with trap games in the past. The, the Tennessee Titans were on the giving end uh, on both of those. I would not be that surprised if the Texans win this game. Just like I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers beat the 49ers, man. I mean, the me Niners. Either. Sure. Me and people are thinking a lot. Look, here, here's a the lot. thing. It is going to be an unbelievable offensive scheme battle between two guys that were friends, colleagues, and students of the game with each other. They are going to try and out-scheme each other. They obviously, you know, they're not on the defensive side, so they can't really match up with each other. But you know they're going to be given tidbits to their defensive coordinators, respectively, on what they think the other guy is going to be doing. But I'm going to say it again, and I'll reiterate this. Jair Alexander, and I think it's going to be Brandon Ayuk, uh, Sean, just because he's more of the yeah. down-the-field threat. Debo's kind of the – I mean, he's just a Swiss Army knife. He's do it all, all play, across yeah. the field. Put Jair – have him shut down the big play. If they can do that – I'm not saying they'll shut down McCaffrey, but he's not 100%. And it's not like Tony Pollard was rushing for, even though they only gave him yeah, 15 Yeah, okay, let's not compare Tony P to CMC, man. Let's I'm take not. it easy now. Let's take it the, easy. You still give the man 15 carries. He's still a top 12 running back in the league, probably. Not fan of that. I don't even know about that, man. He's a top 12 bag. He's a top 12 bag. Yeah, he's a top sure. 12 bag. Yeah. yeah, he's a top 12 bag. He's probably 12. Maybe not top 8, 7, but he's a top 12. Yeah. And they held him to three yards of carry. So I'm just saying that McCaffrey, I mean, their O-line's great. But the Packers, they're, once again, they're playing with house money. They're going into San Francisco. Brock Purdy has shown that he can have games where he makes mistakes. Yeah. And this Packers defense be my point. loves to take advantage. They, they fly to the ball. They're very aggressive. Um, I like their defensive line. Their edge rushers are pretty solid, Sean. I think you shouted them out last week a little bit, kind of going into that Cowboys game. Man, I, I, I'm not saying either one of those two games is pure upset. But I would give them I, – I would actually lean more towards the Texans and the Ravens than I was leaning towards the Texans beating the Browns. And that – because maybe oh, I, was really? too high, I was too high on the Browns, I think, and I'll, I'll admit that. But I am Sleepy more than after seeing – because we just had to see C.J. Stroud's first playoff performance. I mean, how was he going to do on the road uh, – or sorry, no, they were at home against the Browns. But yeah, yeah, so now he's got to go oh, on that's the road. A, wow, that's crazy. You got more yeah. confidence? Yeah, of them against the Ravens and the Browns. The Browns, I thought it was a 50-50. This is yeah. – I think it's a lot more lopsided because you got the elite defense, but then you got the MVP with a better offense. Like, this is just a, a better, better offense? Team. They're way better than the Browns. They're way better than oh, the wait, Browns. Wait, who's your better offense? I thought you were talking about the Ravens. I'm comparing the Ravens to the Cleveland Browns. The Ravens are just a better team in all yeah, aspects but, hey. of football. I, and I'm not saying the, the Browns had a great offense, but, man, they were putting yards on teams as of the end. And the Texas defense stepped up. D'Amico Ryans, having a defensive head coach, he's going to have these guys riled up. I, I'm I'm really excited about this game. I think it's going to be one of the more exciting ones. This could turn into a shootout if Stroud can hit the big plays, man. And they need Noah Brown. They really do need Noah Brown to compliment Nico Collins. Robert Woods, I'm sorry, man. You had your couple nah, of years old. there this in L.A. Absolutely washed up. They, need they to had Tank Dale. Oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. So I mean, and then and then my upset of the week that I think is actually the biggest lock is I think the Bucks are going to beat the Lions. I just think I'm, I'm wow. riding with the Bucks again. Okay. They have the 30th worst pass defense in the league. The Eagles had the 31st, and we saw what they did without their two top receivers really doing much. I see them feasting. Laporta's back, but he's not a hundred percent. Josh Reynolds did have a nice game, and Amon. Oh, he did. He got seventy yards against Devontae did smack the Bucks secondary though, and Amon might have an insane game. But but Amon Ra's only scare. But Amon Ra's not a down the field threat. 
And uh, and that's that's the thing. He's more of an underneath guy. He'll get the yak. He's 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 kind of a he's DJ crazy. more in that sense a bit. Uh, more kind of the middle of the field kind of guy. But man, what it's going to come down to if they can't get Montgomery and Gibbs going against this Bucks rush defense, they're going to struggle because I don't want Jared Goff having to run around outside of the pocket. That's a recipe oh, no, for no, disaster. No, 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 absolute recipe for disaster. So I have the Bucks as I, I think they have the best chance. But the Packers and the Texans are flying with house money right now. Not like the Bucks aren't either. Wow. But, but yeah, man, yeah, I, I think all I three of these might be have. They might be all. I'm gonna say two right out of now. the three. I'd say. Oh the Jesus! Wow, <laughs> upset city, huh? The least Holy confident is, is probably the Packers and the Niners. That's probably oh, yeah, my yeah. least confident one. But the Texans, man, that that offense is just too smooth, man. It's too smooth. Wow! That's, wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! You got more confidence in the Packers than I do because I'm like they have no chance against the Niners because I think really? the Niners are the best team in football, and I've been saying that like. They had those, had that little losing streak when they weren't healthy. But when they are healthy, this is the best team in football. Offensive, defensive yeah. on the side of the ball. Brock Purdy just has to game manage, man. Don't have to go too crazy, man. But if you go up on the Niners and force Purdy to try to be a game player, try to come back, okay, now, now, yeah, now they might be forcing now. some ter- – Exactly. So they got to force Purdy to be the aggressor, throw the ball downfield, be aggressive, force him in third and longs. Mm-hmm. But what the what – the, what the Packers did once against the this is just a different football team because I had I had the Niners in a different tier than the Cowboys, even though yeah, I like the okay. Cowboys this year. I had them in a different tier. So that that test, they passed the Cowboys with flying colors, man. But against the 49ers, um, like Jordan Love, man, I, I, I'm rooting for this guy to have another good game, but I, I see in no chance of them getting it done. Mm. Zero chance. I'm telling Aaron you right Jones now. too. I love Aaron Jones, man, but this is the 49ers defense, man. This is the, I'm telling you, the Cowboys' run defense was just not that good this year. Mm-hmm. Like, the only reason the rushing numbers weren't that good was all the teams were down, so they had to throw the ball more. But mm-hmm. they had to go with the same playbook. They have to get up ahead early. Like, not going to lie, I want the ball first if I'm the Packers, man. I want the ball oh, first. Yeah. I want to score. I want to put. The, I want to make the Niners to try to come back against them, the same game plan that worked against the Cowboys and the same strategy. But this is just a. This is you're asking Jordan Love to beat the Cowboys and then the 49ers. Hey. Oh my, if he pulls that off, franchises. Man, just, yeah, <laughs> this is a franchise that owned Aaron Rodgers for an entire decade. Because this is this is the only team this dude just had zero chance against. Yep. Aaron Rodgers owned the Cowboys, but everything to play against the Niners, he he just he was awful. And th- you're talking about it, and this is MVP Aaron Rodgers. So if Jordan Love in his first playoff appearance, beats a 49ers team that historically shut down Aaron Rodgers. Holy smokes, man. Like, this Sounds is like all, they're a Super Bowl team. Oh, if oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If they beat the freaking Niners. Well, because oh. then if they beat the Niners, they'd be playing oh, the Bucks Jesus. or the Lions. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could you imagine an NFC championship game with the Lions and the Packers? People, oh, people would be <laughs> you know, people <laughs> would have to be like, yo, guys, I know that happened, but I'm I can't talk about this game week. on the podcast. Sorry, yeah, boy. yeah, it, it's not happening. I, and I totally man. would understand it because that would I'm be – Orchard, like Jesus honestly, Christ. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even really care to be honest. Yeah. Either way, I, either one of them is probably losing to whoever's in the AFC. So, uh, yeah, I don't know for man. sure. This, this road in the NFC crazy. is tough right now for, for for these Packers. But yeah, I'm surprised how bullish you are on them, man. Because mm-hmm. like, like I don't know, like for other upsets, like for sure. Like I look at this Buccaneers team. Woo, that was impressive. But the thing is, against this Lions team, because that Lions game. 
they were a PI away from losing the game. Like, just call it what it is. Puka Nukua. Yeah, they, they got, they got, got hit in the head. It was a helmet to helmet, man. I yeah, mean, like, like Puka Nakua, like, if they called the PI, they would have had a field goal, and they would have won the game. Like, so. Probably. So, that was a 50-50 game. The Rams were legit, too, because Matthew Stafford was awesome. Mm-hmm. And his, like, finger was, like, broken or something. Like, he, he was not 100%. Bruce. Yeah, like, he was not 100%, but that man was throwing darts. And that Detroit Lions defense, I don't know, wasn't impressive at all. So, Baker Mayfield right now getting another, like, he played pretty well due to the circumstances of him not being 100% healthy. Like, Mike Evans, like, he dropped, like, Mike Evans dropped the touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Like, he dropped the touchdown pass, and Baker Mayfield still had 300-plus yards and multiple touchdown passes to, as he said, a bunch of no random pick. receivers. Yeah, random receivers I never heard of. And, yeah, he had no interceptions. So, like, against his Lions team, like, can I see it happening? Baker Mayfield leading a team over the line. Yeah, I can see the Lions. To the team. NFC Championship. Yeah, I can, oh, no, Jesus. that's that's what's oh, holding me back. I just can't. No, I can't. Baker Mayfield, Mason, Mayfield leading the team Lamar Jackson. Oh my yeah. god! I, yeah. I try to see that. Well, if you look at what they were drafted, most would say, "Well, that's supposed to happen." But mm. ideally, no, it's not supposed to happen. It's ideally <laughs> yeah. right now in the real world, like no, that would be insane if you were to see that. But that's mm. the thing that's keeping me back or holding me back. I just can't picture Baker in the NFC. Yeah, Baker oh, the Lions did show they, something. They they show something against the Rams. Yeah, because it was an aggressive like that. That that Rams team would have been really scary against the Niners. Divisional game that would have been really scary. So for them to beat the Rams team, even though it was a 50-50 game, I feel like it's their year now. They got all the momentum. You got these speeches afterwards, man. I'm like, I'm on the Lions bandwagon right now, man. Let's go. They're Dan America's Campbell. team get- now. They're America's team now. I got a shout out to my boy, the sun God. He's won me money. So I'm he's always beast. indebted to him. So like shout out to the sun God getting it done in this. In his Aiden Hutchinson seems like a cool dude. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson. They all, like the guys you root for. Like, like Jared Goff. Yeah, like um, no one wanted you, got rid of you. They won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. My mate, this is a second chance opportunity to try to win a Super Bowl for the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. So... Baker Mayfield, you be- all you gotta say, Detroit Lions, you better be Baker Mayfield in this Buccaneers. Yeah, you gotta be Baker. You better be dumb. You are because asshole. as much as we talk about how great Baker played in that game, the Eagles defense, yeah, Eagles defense. was had been trash for like, the tackling. last half of the season. Like they been really tackling, bad. Man. They're one. Like, they are second and third worst respectively. So they are on the same tier of how bad of defenses. I don't are. know. Like, Detroit. and the Eagles. And the, yes, 30, 30, oh, yeah, 31st. That Eagles defense looked like the worst defense in football. And like, they have Matt Patricia running it. And Matt Patricia's oh, been trash Christ. since he's got oh, out man. from under oh, Belichick doing whatever he's doing. So I, I just feel like, like they just gave up. I saw hopelessness. And this, they, like, they were like, they were ready to be done. Yeah. Yeah, they like they're ready to go to KQ. Like I feel like that mentality was like I don't know. There's there's some internal issues that we like us fans like we have no idea what's going on. I still I still think Sirianna should get another year. This whole fire him like that's I I, this that's just culture now. Everybody's just like how do you how do you go to a Super Bowl the year before and then the next year he is then that would be the reason why if he got let go and he was a clown. Talking back yeah, to fans, Jalen Hurts had to calm him down after gloating over a regular yeah, yeah. season win. Talking that trash. would be the I, reason. I don't like that. I I want I want like guys out. Head coach. Top, yeah, I want a head coach head. who's mature because that spreads down to the rest of the players. Like I don't like that yeah. as a head coach. Even so though if he were there. to get fired and for that reason, like they'll yeah, never give I'm, a reasoning. But like yeah. if it was, I think it would be because he's immature. Now if he's it's, immature. if you're telling yeah, me strictly on just like as you know. 
coaching ability, it's like he should at least get one more year. But yeah, if they were to say, look, you're fired because you act like a DA on the sideline, yeah. like, okay, well then oh, I get it. Because like you said, you can't be trolling your oh, opponent and no. disrespecting Regular your game. Regular season game? Not, how you doing NFL? This yeah. is the NFL. This is not college. This is not high school. Like you got to have a yeah. little decorum, but uh, regular season game, but, man. So, like, Sirianni, man. Like, nah. Yeah, Sirianni. He got humble. He got humble quickly. He got humble real, real quickly, man. Because, man, like, having staying power, like, Super Bowl contenders, man, getting knocked out left and right. But uh, I got to talk about this Chiefs, though, man. Woo! That defense looks like one of the, it looks like top two right now. I know it's it the inclement weather. But, and Patrick Mahomes in the cold. I love Patrick Mahomes in the cold, man. That dude is awesome. In in the he should be pleasing. In freezing temperatures, Patrick Mahomes played like perfect football, man. He was awesome. Like like Travis Kelsey dropped so many passes and so many potential touchdowns mm-hmm. that he had to go to Rasheed Rice, his new number one option, because that dude does not drop the football. I'm nope. t- like every time I watch Rasheed Rice play, he gets open, he catches the football. Like and pretty much what Patrick Mahomes has done now. Is like I'm gonna photo my targets to Kelsey and Rasheed Rice because he doesn't trust the other guys now. Like you see everyone else, less than two targets. Because he's like, right now it's game time. I'm like, I I gave that Marquez Valdez scan. Like Kadarius Tony's like no longer like playing football. Sky Moore. Yeah, exactly. Like Sky like nah, uh, Justin Watson's not. Andy Reid, I got I got two toys. One's a little old, but he 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 still gets open. But Rasheed Rice for a rook. For a rookie to go out and do that, holy moly! I know, like the Dolphins' defense completely injured, so that it was kind of ob- it, it was kind of obvious. Like, yeah. like they lost Trub, right? Like, 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 like the defense completely. Yeah, like they lost everyone on defense. They had backups that they lost, so like they were they took care of business. But this test against the Buffalo Bills, like I'm a I'm a Chiefs future Super Bowl better, so I'm nervous right now. Mm-hmm. I'm in real, Buffalo. real nervous in Buffalo. Buffalo is a yeah, minus three favorite, but obviously just based on home field advantage. But I'm telling you, like I've been on, I'm on the Bills all year. Josh Allen, woo, that was a virtuoso performance in the playoffs. Yeah, put his team on his back, man. That was incredible. Like that's why I'm like this dude's was, like a top two quarterback. Steelers, man. all right, all right. Like, yeah, no, I want to see. I want to see. Is the Steelers and without TJ Watt, we got to relax. Mm. Come on, okay. Like now, Kansas City will be the test we want to see. Oh, and you're in a doubt, Josh Allen, because I'm nervous. I'm extremely nervous that Josh it's Allen. A, it's a coin flip game. It's a coin, it's a coin flip, flip game. game. First and road game in the from fourth quarter, like Josh Allen with that arm and his ability to run and make big plays. Like it could be a seven point game. The game's never over with the guy with that type of arm and the way that they're playing right now on offense right now because they're putting up buckets now with the new offense court. Dalton Kincaid and Knox. Yeah. Yeah, Dalton Kincaid, nice. Austin Nachi spreading the ball more. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't like forcing the, the ball to Diggs. Like, and that's with Gabe Davis out too right now. So hopefully Gabe Davis comes back. So everyone's like fully loaded on offense for this for this matchup that I'm like, okay, give me a game. I just don't want no blowout. What do you think? What would you think would be more likely? A Chiefs blowout or a Bills blowout? Oh. Chiefs, they don't have the red zone ability that they once had. They kick way no, too I'm many talking about, No, I'm talking about, like, I don't know if you got the question right. Like, if the Chiefs were to blow out the Bills or the Bills were to blow out the Chiefs, which is more likely? Oh, more likely. I think it's an unlikely. Yeah. I'd say the Bills yeah, blowing my, out the Chiefs. Their offense is way more That's expensive. where I'm kind of trending. but Because Mahomes, that's his first road playoff game. Mm-hmm. He's never been on the road. 
Home away, Patrick Mahomes, like he's got A plus like physical traits and skills. His his mental is tough. That's the thing. Mentality wise, this is something Dak Dak just don't got that mentality, man. Like Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is even keel. Like like home uh, away, this year, like, his, dude, but his his road splits. He has oh, yeah, more, right with his, the He has a better win loss record on the road compared at home. That's just his entire career right but, there. So, but I would say Zoo this year he's gotten a little bit more chippy. He's been a brat on the sideline. You know, he this, this, he's just he's his receivers suck ass. Like he just well, like catch yeah. a damn football. Like run the right. This is why players. This is why I've always Jalen Hurst is one of my favorite guys in the league because no matter what happens, he is the same dude. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes this year has shown, to P. Bush's point, when everything ain't going his way, he acted like you can say whatever about his receivers being bad. You're the leader of the franchise. You can't do that. You can't slam your helmet and act like a brat. You just don't do that. Tom Brady was able to do it, but guess Tom what? He had seven that. rings. Tom Brady did that. He had seven rings. And he doesn't make it okay either, because I bet you Tom Brady, no. now that he's retired, be like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. But, like, Tom Brady was just, he's a competitor. But, like, most most like most like quarterbacks, you you can't do that, because it's like you're showing you up. Know, you know who gets away with that? They are. You know who gets away who? with that? All-time greats, man. That's what happens. If you're an all-time great, you get away with that. If you're not, you don't get away with that. He's an all-time great. Who else in the league is one of prove it right now. Oh, he does. He does. He, he, is, oh, he is beating Josh Allen, yes, I believe, sir. twice in the playoffs so far. This so this will be Both the trilogy. And if he sweeps up with a team where his offense not get holy. Yeah, and if you remember, Zoo, Mahomes is in a very similar situation with Burrow. Burrow always had his number. Yep. Got the win. It might be Josh Allen's time, man. He ain't it might be. I, I, I can't even hate on that because I like Josh Allen, and a lot of people hate on him way too much for his turnovers. That yeah. I'm like, man. That's my problem with him. He, he I'm good with that. He, he throw four passes, just, touchdowns, and throw a pick. I don't care. I like the aggressive. No, you can't. No, you you can throw picks. Don't be throwing them in the red zone. I ain't going for that. Now, That's okay, I'll give you that. Red zone interceptions and whatever. But like, like if he chucked the ball deep down, go for a big play, and then the defense makes a play, he's I'm literally – I like, Brett being, Favre's I like aggressive. That's who he yeah. is. But he's Brett Favre. Oh, this is why I think it's like to your point, Mahomes, or the point I made, Mahomes going on the road, I think is incredible because the fact that it still hasn't happened and this is the <laughs> actually the, the game that it's happening on is pretty interesting because he's going to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's going on the road to Jacksonville or Houston. He's oh, going yeah. to Buffalo. Barbecue so chicken. it's like the weather's going to factor, even though he is good in the weather. Um, the one thing I am interested in with the Kansas City Chiefs is. As much as, like you said, we're looking at Rasheed Rice kind of like break out and be like Oof. the number one receiver. How mm-hmm. fuck? Like you, to your point, he's still a rookie. So, and he's going to be on the road. Rasheed Rice is probably still going to have a good game, but he I'm going to need Travis Kelsey to be in his legendary bag. He, he can't even be like good. I think he needs to be in a legendary Taylor needs type to of stay bag. home. <laughs> good luck with that, bro. <laughs> good she luck. Went, she went to the frozen. She went legit went to the frozen tundra to see this guy play football. She going yeah, to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's going to be in Buffalo. The NFL keep dropping him already. Yeah. Jesus. Listen, that's not a conspiracy anymore. This is the reason why he's struggling. If we just want to keep it a bug, it's the reason. Oh, why no. he's struggling. Yeah, like, yeah, come on, man. Like, come on. We, 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 we well, said this yeah. in the podcast days, but yeah, it's coming yeah. to the chickens are coming home to roost on that one. But I need Kelsey to be in his legendary bag. Uh, when they play, because uh, you know, I like Pacheco. I think we'll be able to run, but he did it awesome. If you really look at both of the teams, like they're kind of similar. Just now, I would say Stefan is the alpha number one. I don't oh, think yeah. the Chiefs have anybody like that. But James Cook is running well. Pacheco is running well. You got Kelsey. I mean, Bills got two tight ends. You know how I like how much I like Kincaid. Like they got a lot of options, a lot of weapons. And in terms of just 
quarterbacks and being dynamic who can change the game. Josh Allen can definitely do that. Now, he is going against the chief defense is going to be ready for that. But it's just interesting to me what Kelsey does because with Mahomes going on the road, I know he has the home and away record, but like I said, the playoffs are a different animal. And, you know, my, you know, theory, same thing I had theory with the Dallas Cowboys, like all this talking about 12 and five, you're doing all this. I need you to prove that you can go beat this team. And guess what they did? They didn't go prove it. Mahomes, he's proven he can win a Super Bowl. Nobody's doubting that. But now I need to see you go on the road. You're going against Josh Allen, who's ready to get his get back. I would not be shocked if, like, Josh Allen just tries to go super Sambo because he wants his game so bad. Because he also knows, and here's the chatter, because it's like, this is the dude that is in my way. And I can't now have a situation where it almost looks like the Chiefs are kind of come back to the pack. They're coming to my home stadium. I can't let him best me on my home field. So Josh Mm -hmm. Allen, like you said, if it's a close game where it's like 2017 Chiefs in the fourth quarter, Josh Allen's going to be doing nothing but draw plays and just running all over the field Mm because he's going to want to win the game. Yeah. So like, I think for to circumvent that, I think the Chiefs are going to have to get a legendary. Not like I said, when I say legendary, like you know, eight nine catches, maybe a hundred yards, a couple touchdowns, that type of stat line for Travis Kelsey because it, he's yeah. due. He's just not playing he's to his due. level. And he I know we're joking not. about the Taylor thing, but it's just like he needs to get yeah. back on track because if they actually want to go and win a Super Bowl, he has to get on track. I love yeah. Rasheed Rice, but. I don't think they can go. Yeah, it can't just be Rashid Rice. <laughs> just can't yeah, if it is, be him. Because yeah. if it is, props to them, man. Because <laughs> no, 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 then now we got a different conversation about what yeah. Rashid oh, Rice yeah. might be yeah. if it is Rashid Rice. <laughs> but you know, and to Houston and Baltimore, it is feeling a little bit to Pete Bush's point. Like it's feeling a little bit of love in Dallas. I'm. I don't have the heart to pick it because I don't know it's about the same thing. Oh. Mm. I, I think it's going on that route because. Stroud is playing out of his mind, and I do think he's going to be playing freer. Nico Collins is a real deal threat. And they got a decent running game. Like They're going to have situations in that game where they can go over the top. But mm-hmm. the difference is it's a rookie on the road in Baltimore. That And that defense, I think, now he did. Like I said, the Browns defense is going to be the best defense he saw all year. Yeah, I don't know why. That That's fraud, he man. That Holy cow. But I do think what might shift this game is them being on the road. Now, mm-hmm. like I said, if this game was in Houston, I probably would pick Houston. But them being on the road is your first start as a rookie. Yes. He's going to be playing free, but it's the, the thing about Baltimore me, that scares you is the only thing that scares you is two things. Is Baltimore, I mean, they've blown teams out this year, but that's not their DNA. And also, I'm nervous about just inserting Mark Andrews and I don't, like him being in the game plan. I don't want to see any type of stuff where they're forcing him the ball. I don't want to see that. Because now it's going to mess up the flow of the team. Like, I don't know if people should made the point of, like, likely needs to play, and he needs to play the majority of the snaps. We don't mm-hmm. need to have a 50-50 split there. Because if that starts happening, now you're altering the game plan to involve a guy who's been injured, and it's going to mess up the flow. And then now you're looking at a game where 17-13 going into the fourth quarter and you're down. It's like, oh, ah, no. You should stay on your blueprint. that got you there. And if Mark Andrews can add a bonus, I'm there. I've used them in the red I'm zone as a, as a decoy, if anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would. Yeah, do. have him in there. Maybe, maybe do a pardon. play call where he's like a you know slip screen or something where he gets an easy touchdown, like something yep. to where it's a misdirection. But and nice. with the Packers, I, the last thing with them is I I do think Jordan Love's confidence is going to be like out of this world. I mean, I know. <laughs> oh, do you know? He was flexing on the couch. He was flexing on deck. You see the yeah. last play. Here we go. Like he said, he did, yeah, yeah. He did that cadence at the end was, of the game to end the game. Oh, he was feeling himself. Yeah. He was like, feeling himself. 
Would you guys rather have him than Brock Purdy? I would. Uh, as my quarterback, Kyle Shanahan would have Jordan Love as an MVP candidate. I know he got Brock Purdy to an MVP level, but I think if the roles were reversed and he was playing for the yeah, I don't think they Brock Purdy no could do well. Let's MVP also take guy. this into account. Jordan Love did get like three years of Aaron Rodgers mentoring, which he would not have gotten had he gone to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. so oh no, well, you were, like account. rookie year, he, he would have been he out there. Yeah, yeah, Brock Purdy. Yeah. Jordan Love is very raw. He, he, was, he was a raw prospect. That's what they said. I, I, yeah, and I'm not yeah. saying Rodgers would not have been a great quarterback had Brett Favre not been there, but it definitely helped him. It helped it him progress. Watching greatness always helps, man. Watching them how they prepare, watching them how they do their job. Jimmy G should have taken better notes, man. Wow. Jimmy Jimmy took him to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's Super Bowl. I mean, it's Super Bowl. So, that's not his talent. I do think Jordan Love, if you take him right now and put him on the 49ers and he had the mentorship and they maybe had traded him at the beginning, you know what he is? Given up. He's what they thought Trey Lance was. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, he's, hey, I think he's better. Trey, Trey Lance is he he might be Lance is a raw prospect. Yeah, develop him and stuff. Yeah. Might be thrusted in there sooner or later. But yeah, that that game is going to be a Jordan Love game. Like if Jordan Love is playing like how he played against Dallas, then I think the 49ers are going to have going to be in and trouble Aaron. because what w- another thing that's kind of like an underlying thing. I, I'm wondering, like, I guess the last big game. Brock Purdy had was the four like the big stage game was the uh four interception Ravens. game against the Ravens. And nobody's saying he's gonna throw four interceptions, but I do think the Packers are gonna be looking at that as like, okay, what are some ways we can get him rattled? Because he's not fleet of foot. Like Brock Purdy is the perfect example of a quarterback that has to be on schedule. He has to be on time. He can't be a playmaker. Sure. So to me, if Jordan Love is playing not out of his mind, but just playing good and he's putting pressure, like say they're answering every time 49 ers score. Now you're looking at Brock Purdy as like, okay, what are you going to do in these situations where these games are super tight? Because I just feel like I don't know if he has it in him to be in a duel with Jordan Love. I think Brock Purdy is going to be perfectly fine if the 49ers go up 21-0. Then he's going to be able to do all his tricks and be in his bag because he has a lead and he'll be comfortable. But, again, like you say, with Stroud, whether it's Stroud or Love, they're both going to be playing free as hell, bro. And like you said, now the pressure, you could almost say there's a way more pressure on the 49ers because now you're looking at the slate in the NFC, like the teams oh, that are left. Is there an opportunity to make it back to the Super Bowl? If they don't get it this year, we're going to have a lot of, a lot of, like you said, Dallas is going to be super hot because they just keep losing the wild card. But we're going to have some conversations about uh, the 49ers. Like, is Brock Purdy the answer? Is Kyle Shanahan that good of a coach? Like, we're going to have those answers because it's like these, like you said, ever since they got to that Super Bowl against Mahomes, like it's been. You know, they've been getting, they've been going. They got, that's the last year was not, straight injuries. They've not been losing to Last the, year's was injuries. That's true. I think they yeah. would have beat the Eagles. Not and a, that was a that was a 50-50 game. They but, I mean, you can say the same thing about, I mean, injuries are just part of the game. But losing so, I mean, your quarterback yeah, and then losing your backup quarterback. So, your quarterback yeah. pretty it was, and it was to go back here. in with a broken arm. Like, he couldn't but, throw the ball. So, it's like, that's why it makes this year so much more important. Oh, yeah. Because they it's like, you got everybody healthy and the teams that are in front of you are not. <laughs> Bohemian. So it's like oh, you gotta no. get it done this year. That was why I was so hard on Dallas because it's like, look at what this slate is. Like, if you take care of business, you could be on the way to a Super Bowl or at least the NFC championship game. So, yeah. like I said, I think this week, like I say, I've never been a big divisional. Like I just thinking back, I don't and maybe my football knowledge is in terms of connecting the games and the weekends of when they happen, but I've never been a big divisional guy. I've always been a wild card and an NFC championship and a Super Bowl divisional. I, I feel like always just gets left in the back burner. But this week, I feel like could be a topsy turvy weekend in terms of oh, upsets yeah. and 
Any nothing's gonna shock me. Nothing will shock me this weekend. Really? Nothing will I'll shock be, me. I'll be shocked if the young boy I know the young boy showed up, CJ Stroud and Jordan Love. I'll be shocked if they pull off another win in the playoffs. Because getting two playoff wins, man, as an underdogs, holy, I'll be shocked. I you notice how he didn't he didn't lump Baker in there, man. He wouldn't be ah, shocked if Baker beats oh, the Lions. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. Rising stars, man. No, I know, Baker but may, yeah. No, I'm just saying, but I would not be surprised. I'd be less, I'd be the least surprised if they won. In the bucket. Not you know. <laughs> No, I'll be shocked if the Detroit Lions don't get it done at home, man. Because this is their year, too. Their momentum, man. Michigan, it's their is year right now, game? man. They're just, they're just game, winning man. right now. I think on that day when, like, the what's called the, the, that same week, Michigan got it done winning the mm -hmm. national championship. Detroit Lions get their first playoff win. And then, like, the Detroit Pistons broke their, like, 28-game losing streak, man. Everybody got Ws <laughs> that one week, man. Within that one week span, like, everybody got Ws in that one week for the people of Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. So, the year, man. the year of Detroit, man. Who yeah, would have thought? Regression to the mean, Zoo. Regression to the mean. <laughs> it's coming. The regression to the mean is no, coming. I, I see know. it. I know regression, regression to the mean against the freaking uh 49ers, but Bake Show, I, I like Baker Mayfield. Man, if he gets a done career year, it is it is a career year, and He's I doing what people thought Flacco was gonna do. I think. Oh, no, that Eagles defense is just. Just an They're a disaster. So, so we're gonna disaster. see them against a real team that's actually trying, and people that looks like they actually like playing with each other. Like you saw Zach, <laughs> yeah. you, you saw you saw Jalen Hurts getting yelled at by his tight end. You see oh, that? I was yeah. I was making that yeah, face more. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was making that yeah. face more. So and the reason why I love Jalen Hurts is he just looked at him like okay. <laughs> like that is the type of leadership I want to see mm -hmm. in my quarterback. I don't want to see the quarterback that's yelling back. Yep. What do you, what is that going to accomplish? Like other team, other people looking at you. Like I said, there there's temperaments to quarterback, and most I'm not saying all quarterbacks. Most quarterbacks in the league act. I mean, they don't. I wouldn't say they act like Jalen Hurts, but they're kind of in that even temperament. Like they're never too fired up unless they're like blowing teams out. But you know, we'll see. But yeah, like I said, this this divisional round, like I said in the past, for me, has never been the most memorable memorable round. But it is some it's some potential for some fireworks. Lines. So I'm a ready, lot of storylines, man. I'm, man. I'm a lot ready, of storylines. And 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 quickly. Uh, and this is like just so out of left field. Not really, but it relates to the NFL. That whole peacock crap, like shame on y'all, oh. bro. Like shame oh, on the NFL for that. Like, that. Screw you guys. I got peacock. I got peacock. I didn't pay for it. I didn't pay for it. I, I protested it. It's like how <laughs> greedy can you be? It's greed. That's just super greed, bro. That just it's greedy. It was so annoying. It was. Well, a, this is what oh, I gotta yeah. say. In the future, everything's gonna be streamed. Yeah, it is. Nice. It's so it's yeah, just yeah. they're just dipping their toe in it to see how the fans are going to react. And I'm pretty sure everybody happen. bought it. It's 100 percent going to happen. It's over. We can't oh, stop. Yeah, it. But it's just we, we was. I think a lot of us was just trying to fight the good fight. For I was just happy I didn't have to watch so. Tua in the cold, man. It was just great, man. Mm. I had a bet on KC, so I was pretty happy the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be we'll be excited to see how these divisional round go, uh, divisional round game goes. But make sure you follow us at Tyson Talks underscore on Instagram. Uh, Quattro knows on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, iHeart. Um, I want to say we're on Stitcher as well, and we're on SoundCloud. Tyson Talks is the podcast name. Make sure you tune into that. And for me, Zoo and P. Bush, we are out. <laughs>